Hey there everyone, Angela Bowen here, the host of Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. How's everyone doing? You hanging in there? Alright, I'm doing the best I can as well. So, I'm like, you know what? What show haven't I done an episode from in quite a while? I'm like, you know what? Elf! That's right. It's been a while since I've done an episode of Elf. I'm like, you know, I, this one episode has been kind of like on my mind lately because I laugh about it because it's just, it's, it's sad, it's funny, it's a mixture of both. Of course, the episode I'm talking about is season three, episode 21's Funeral for a Friend which aired on March 20th, 1989. In this episode, Elf wants a pet. So Willie decides to buy him an ant farm. Elf doesn't appreciate his new pets at first, but it will change. It certainly does. So this episode's got a 7.7 out of 10, based on 150 ratings. Directed by Paul Fusco. We got writers Tom Patchett. Paul Fusco, the creator, and written by Scott Spencer Gordon. Maybe he had a ant farm growing. I've never had an ant farm growing up, but I, at one point in my adult life, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to do an ant farm. I've never gotten around to it, mind you, but uh, I think it'd be kind of cool. I mean, that's the only way, if you're going to have ants in your house, the only way you really want to have them is in glass where you can watch them work instead of crawling up your walls or on your floor or wherever. Of course, there is um, no trivia. There are some connections, though. Elf and Willie quote the opening line of Mr. Ed. (laughs) Cool. Actually, there are no guest stars this episode. It's basically Elf and the Tanners, Willie, Kate, Lynn, and Brian. So without further ado, let's get into Funeral for a Friend. So the cold open, of course, has Elf and Brian at the table. It looks like they have some of those uh, oatmeal cookies, you know, the iced oatmeal cookies. Elf is looking at a book of animals of the world, and Brian's like, what's that one called? And Elf's like, it's a platypus. And Brian's like, it's ugly. And I love Elf's response, like, Brian, I'm looking for a pet, not a date to the prom. (laughs) Adorable. And I noticed in season one of the show that Brian's hair, which used to be kind of a sandy, like, brown, or, um, sandy blondish brown color, is more taken on a dark brown color. I mean, this is season three. I think in season one, Brian must have been, like, seven years old, and now he's got to be at least maybe nine. I think by the end of the show in season four, he's got to be double digits by that time. Brian's explaining to Willie how Elf is trying to decide which one he wants to get for a pet. And Willie is like, we already have a cat. And of course, we get another cat eating joke by Elf. He's like, but you'd tell me never to play with my food. (laughs) Willie, as he's pouring himself some coffee, is asking Elf, you know, why do you want a pet? And Elf answers Willie's question with his own question. Why does anyone want a pet? It's like, yeah, companionship, a buddy. 
I mean, yeah, he's got Brian, but Brian goes to school. I mean, what's Elf supposed to do during the hours of 8 a.m. and 3 p.m.? He needs a buddy to hang out with. One that he won't be tempted to eat. Oh, Elf's like, it's the ultimate in power trips. Oh, because you're like the master and they're like, you're like, well, not the master, the owner and they're like, I get you. I get where he's coming. I, yeah, you know what? Now that I'm thinking of it, think about this. Elf is like at the bottom, you know, of the Tanner pack, if you want to call him a pack family. Where everyone is telling Elf what to do. I think he wants a chance to be able to tell someone or something else. He wants to have that power. He wants to have that control, responsibility, if you will. Because everyone's always telling him what not to do. And he wants a chance to be able to have that control over someone or something else. I get you, Alf. I, I get you. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I get you. Brian says, you know, it kind of bugs Elf here that I'm taller than him now. Because in season one, he was probably right around the same height as Elf, Brian was. So, I want to play this clip because I just, I love this quote. It's so, the dynamic. I mean, at this point, this is season, ha pretty much almost done with season three at this point. I just, I love this. This is just, I love this dynamic. I want to, and, and of course, me talking about it and, and, and doing the vo the voices and, and, and the comedic what have you I can't do it as good as them I just I can't what's this one called a platypus it's ugly Bri I'm looking for a pet not a date to the prom <laughs> what are you guys looking at it's a book about animals of the world Alf trying to decide which one he wants to get for a pet. We already have a cat. But you told me to never play with my food. <laughs> Why do you want a pet? Why does anyone want a pet? The ultimate in power trips. Bugs him that I'm taller than he is now. <laughs> well, power trips aside, there's no room in this house for another pet just at the moment. Precisely why I'm leaning towards a pet we could keep outside, i.e. your basic barnyard horse. Here's the 89 Mustang. We won't be getting a horse or any other barnyard type animal for that matter. Thank you. Let's wait until after dinner to broach the buffalo. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess Elf is like leaning towards like a farmyard farmyard animal and it's like hey and Willie didn't even mention this it's like first of all he said of course we're not getting another pet because this house is full already we can only take so much of elf's antics to throw in a, a pet adding more responsibility chaos possible destruction that's why elf's like well i want one that's outside a farm animal perhaps and Willie, of yeah it's like he never addressed the idea. It's like, first of all, we live in the city. Or suburbs, however you want to call it. And I'm pretty sure that they're not, they're not zoned for a horse, let alone a 89 Mustang horse. Or any type of farm barnyard animal. So we come out of the intro... And Elf is dressed in a sleeveless, cut-off denim jacket. 
and um, a red bandana around his neck. He's got one of those like pony heads, horse heads on a stick that you know everyone ex- kids would pretend to be like a cowboy or a cowgirl and like pretend they're riding like a a bucking horse or wild stallion or whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess he's been doing this for a while, probably for days and annoying the family. It's like Willie comes home from work and he's like, oh, not with this again. I thought we were over this. He's probably just, he's doing this so Willie or somebody can get him a pet, anything. And we notice as, when Willie comes in the door, he's got a brown paper sack with him that's shaped, uh, rectangular shaped. So, Let's see what he's got in the bag. If you could uh, dismount for a moment, there's something I'd like to show you. All right. This saddle's giving me splinters anyway. Whoa, boy, whoa. (laughs) I decided it might be good for you to have a pet after all. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll feed him oats every day. I'll even name him after you. White Beauty. It's not a horse, but it's something I think you'll like just as much. You got me a pet beach? Look closer. Bugs under glass. It's an ant farm. You're right, Willie. This is just like having a horse. You actually paid money for this? I paid $7.99 plus tax. You were robbed. An old soda bottle left outdoors gives you the same effect. You're missing the point, Alf. Ants are fascinating. And with this, you get a chance to watch them work and play in a natural environment. Will you call green windmills and plastic trees a natural environment? Ants don't care about that. All they want is a place to tunnel and dirt they can call their own. So where do I fit in? Well, they're your pets. You get to feed and care for them, and in return, they they let you into their private lives. They live in a picture window. What kind of private lives can they have? (laughs) Would you rather I return them? Could they be exchanged for something with fewer legs and a saddle? So, of course, Willie sits down at the table and says, you know, I figured it'd be good for you to have a pet after all. And Willie, of course, thinks... Or Elf. Oh my goodness gracious sake, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Elf thinks Willie got him a horse. It's like, it's in a paper sack, Elf. You know what a horse looks like. You've seen pictures. I'm sure you've seen movies. You know, Mr. Ed. And (laughs) it's just funny because he's like, I'll feed him oats every day and I'll name him after you. White beauty. Like, oh my goodness, Elf. (laughs) <laughs> Turns out, um, no, he did not get Elf a horse. He got him an ant farm. And let me tell you, just in the clip you heard, Willie is more jazzed about, he's more excited about this ant farm than Elf is. And apparently, in 1989, it cost, what, like, eight bucks to get a simple little ant farm. I want to see how much it costs now to get an ant farm. So I'm looking at Amazon here. We got some that um, clearly the price has gone up from 1989. There's not many that are going to be like eight. I don't even know if you can find one for eight dollars. Um, let's see. 
Amazing ant habitat with LED light. Enjoy a magnificent habitat, great for kids and adults. Ant ecosystem with enhanced blue gel. Educational and learning science kit live. Wait a minute. I wanted the one that said they were included. So where are you getting the ants? The enhanced blue gel stimulates the ants to dig deep intricate tunnels. Okay. Ant Cosmos. Those ants look frightening. They look really, ugh. Isn't there a horror movie with ants? I'm sure there's gotta be. Let's see. There's all So that one was 30 bucks. Uh, Purple Cow Optical Illusion Science Kit. Uh, no. Uh, Uncle Milton Giant Ant Farm Large Viewing Area looks similar actually to the one that Willie got for Elf. And that's about 20 bucks. Um, Yeah. All different kinds. One thirteen sixty nine. Uh, wow, an ant farm castle for twenty one ninety nine. This one's got like four and a, three and a half out of five stars. It's twenty one ninety nine. Um, yeah, a lot of different ones. I wouldn't mind one day maybe getting one just for funsies and just kind of having you know watching. And I'm just thinking. <clears throat> I was thinking about, you know, with the ant farm and everything, and I thought, well, what about, that would be the thing that would require the least amount of responsibility. Um, it's not like if you got him a hamster, well, you got a cat after all this thing. Fish, you got a cat, you got to kind of watch. Granted, if you, but then again, if you get an aquarium and stuff, that's, a, that's money, that you got to change the fill, you got to do all that stuff. And I get Willie really saying elf these ants are just you get they let you into their personal lives if you just like feed them and take care of them and elf's like what personal lives they live in a like a window pane <laughs> so yeah elf's like i really well even really said like, do you want me to take them back would you prefer i do that and I was like, can you exchange it for um, a horse? Like, uh, no, we're not doing that. So, yeah. I love Elf's reaction at first when, he, when Willie puts the ant farm down. And Elf's like, you got me a pet beach? <laughs> and because that kind of is what it looks It's basically sand in, in inside glass. Willie tells Elf to look closer. And Elf's like, bugs under glass. Yeah, you're right, Willie. This is just like having a horse. Like, dude, you are not going to have a horse, okay? You need to let go of that dream. Dimension, how's a horse going to react to you being you're an alien? I don't know. I mean, if Elf wasn't always trying to chase Lucky and eat him, maybe he and Lucky could actually have a decent relationship. Elf's like, you paid $7.99 plus tax for this? A soda bottle left in the sun provides the same effect. Yeah, just wait for an ant to go over it. He's really talking up these ants. I mean, I think Willie secretly wanted this thing for himself. And he's like, well, I'll bring it home and see if Elf likes it. It's one of those things like, oh, I got this for you. But if you don't want it, I know someone who does. Because he's like, ants are fascinating creatures, Elf. Yeah, he's like, he's really talking them up. Like, you get to watch them work and play in a natural environment. Well... Wouldn't their natural environment be, like, outside on the ground? Like, free and not stuck in glass? Oh, Elf is just throwing such shade at this gift. Like, you call plastic trees and 
breed windmills <laughs> a natural environment. It's like, yeah, he's not, Elf's not sold on this. Willie's just smiling, like, oh, ants don't care about that. They just want a place to call their own and, uh, you know, tunnels to dig in. Like, sure, Willie. <laughs> Ask any ant if their life is fulfilled by just... It probably is fulfilled. I mean, I didn't care for that DreamWorks Ants movie, which is like a ripoff of a bug, just Pixar's A Bug's Life. That Ants movie was horrid. I forgot at one point Elf moves up to the attic. Because he, I guess he's actually, because uh, the ant farm does come with it. It looks like a regular box that would be like a board, like ant farm, the board game. Can you imagine if there's a board game called Ant Farm? It comes with an instruction manual. It looks like he's hopefully getting into the ants. Maybe he's taking Willie's advice. Oh, he's feeding the, aww. What is he feeding them? Could you like put like little crumbs in there, like a little like crumb of a Ritz cracker or something like that, and watch them all like fight over it? Oh, actually, what he was doing was like putting something in there. And he's like treating the ant like a dog. Like, here you go, go fetch. Now bring it back. Ugh, I'm over here. Oh my goodness. So Lynn and Brian are coming up just to see how things are going with the ants. Dolph's so like, oh, it's the Tanner kids to see how I'm doing, and Lynn's like. How's it going with the ants, Elf? And he's like, don't ask. <laughs> Basically not well. He's not having a fun time. He's not enjoying these ants. Oh, he wants to bond with them. Aw. Well, they're ants. I don't know if they're like that. Elf's just, he's complaining because he can't get them to do anything. That's kind of the whole point. It's like, he wants a pet so he can tell it what to do. Like, to sit and to beg and to speak and everything and of course all the ants care about is building tunnels it's like well that's kind of how they're hardwired i mean that's their main purpose is to keep building tunnels well this really makes me want an ant farm well lynn's like elf you know ants aren't like a dog and of course elf's like yeah ant farming is kind of like working security at a pet boon concert like nothing happens so Lynn lets Elf on a little, in on a little secret. It's like, you know, that's how mom and dad work. They start you off with something small, and then eventually you can get, once you've proven that you're responsible and you can handle it, you can work your way up to a bigger pet. I mean, how many pets did Brian have to work through until he got, you know, his cat? So, of course, I was like, so what? If I take care of these ants, I'll have big ants? I'm looking it up. There's got to be a horror movie. There's got to be a horror movie about ants. I bet there's got to be. Probably from like one of those old, you know, it's got to be like a bad B movie. Let me look. Let's see. Ants. A-N-T-S. Come on. Let's find it. Um, 1970s. Here we go. There's one in 1970s. Of course, it's a bad B movie. Oh, uh, the this girl's like naked in bed with a sheet covering her. Ah! Are those ants on the wall? Ew. An old-fashioned lakeside hotel targeted for purchase by an unsavory gambling casino promoter and situated next to a construction site is attacked by an army of poisonous ants. Efforts to contain the ants and rescue those trapped in the hotel are hampered by the progress of the creepy crawlers upward from floor to floor. Really? 
It's got a 5.1 rating on IMDb. Um, there's Ants from 2004. Uh, has nothing to do. Is that an ant? What is what? I don't know what that's about. Um, ants in the pants. Ants in the pantry. Nineteen thirty-six. Oh, that's Three Stooges. Ants on a shrimp. Oh my goodness. I'm just looking for an ant movie. I think Ants from nineteen seventy-seven or whatever is probably the only ant movie that they're gonna have. Not that I want to see it. Brian says how his first pet was a turtle. A turtle might even be more interesting than an ant farm for Elf. At least you can pick it up. I mean, you can't necessarily cuddle with it. I don't think it would want you to cuddle it, but... You're certainly going to kiss it on its, you know, slimy mouth. Elf is just so sarcastic. He's like, oh, that must have been exciting, Brian. Like watching a rock walk. So Lynn, of course, has a question and answer section that came with the ant farm. So she's going to ask him questions and he's probably going to give hilarious, sarcastic answers. I want to play this clip. Hey. Here, boy. There you go. Go fetch. All right, now, bring it back. Come on. Hey, I'm over here. Hey, Alf. Well, if it isn't the Tanner kids, what brings you two to this neck of the attic? We just wanted to ask how your ant farm was going. So ask. How's it going? Don't ask. You're not bonding like I had hoped. What's wrong? I don't know. I can't get these guys to do anything. All they care about is building tunnels. But that's what ants do, Alf. How am I supposed to teach them to sit and beg and speak? You're not. Ants aren't like other pets. I guess you're right. It's just that ant farming has a tendency to be uneventful. Sort of like working security at a Pat Boone concert. <laughs> but see, that's the way mom and dad work. They start you off small, and then when you've proven that you can handle responsibility, they'll let you have something bigger. So if I take care of these ants, I could have what? Big ants? <laughs> My first pet was a turtle. Oh, that must have been exciting. Like watching a rock walk. <laughs> Have you read this question and answer section of your Ant Watcher's manual? No. I was saving that for bathroom reading. <laughs> question. Do ants work all of the time? Answer. No. They work very hard, but they like to play, too. I think she's right, Alf. Look at those two. It looks like they're wrestling. Get out of town. Oh, hey. Look at that. He's got him in a face lock. He's going to... Oh! Oh, right against the canvas! Hey, Elf, look! Now it's a tag team match! Oh! Oh, he's got him in a 12 Nelson! 12 that can't be legal! <laughs> so, Lynn asks if he's read the Ant Watcher's manual, and Elf's like, no, I was saving that for bathroom reading. And she <laughs> starts asking him questions. So the question, well, she doesn't ask Elf the question. It's basically a question and answer thing for yourself. Do ants work all the time? And it says, no, ants work some of the time, but they also like to play, too. And that's when Brian's like, hey, Elf, look! This one and this one are playing! 
And it's funny. It turns into like uh, <laughs> like a wrestling match, and then another one comes in, and it's like uh, they're tag teaming this. <laughs> and he's getting something out of it. So I did look up on um, Amazon here, and I'm looking at this one. It's um, and it's got to be it's got to be the same exact one that's in this uh, in the episode. It's called. Let me go to it. It's. It's sixteen fifty plus six seventy nine shipping. Um, Uncle Milton's ant farm. Oh, it says it's fascinating. Well, that's where Willie got that from. What does it see on the thing here? See the live ants dig tunnels, build bridges, move mountains. Fun for the whole family. Uh, isn't that some of what Willie was saying? He probably got that right off the box. I thought that it was just his uh, excitement here. Um, let's see. Ant Habitat is nine inches wide by six inches high and comes with a clean, with clean tunneling sand. It is brake resistant and escape proof. Also included is an illustrated ant watcher's manual. Kind of like what Lynn is talking about. Order form to receive live ants by mail. Ants are sold separately. Shipping and handling required. So Willie got them already with the ants inside. So, features and details. Four ant ports for connecting to other ant farm brand ant habitats. Ant way connector tubing. Tip proof stand. Clean tunneling sand and ant watchers manual. And it's the exact same one as what Elf has. It's with the the green windmill and whatever. There's a, <laughs> there's a review that's just hilarious. Oh my goodness. Oh, where's it at? Oh, mum, 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 mum. There's a really good one. Oh gosh, where did it go? Oh my god! Oh, I I screenshotted it. Hold on a second. Here, oh my gosh, this is this one. I had to read because it, it looks funny. Uh, this person gave a person named Abby gave this a one out of five. Those poor poor ants. We were fascinated by this, and the kids, three and five, spent so much time just sitting and watching the poor, poor ants drag their dead friends into their mounting graveyards and build their tunnels. It was fascinating and really amazing and tragic to watch. I wish I knew how to keep the ants alive. Clearly, I am a terrible ant farmer, but from the reviews, it seems I am am in good company. We have four of the 30 ants left. Alive after 72 hours. The kids loved it, and we will be having lots of discussions of death, which I suppose is useful as well. But in honor of our fallen friends, I can't bring myself to give up more than one star. <laughs> oh, but, okay, I don't know if I want to get an ant farm now. So look at, wait, it looks like it's later that evening. Willie and Kate are at the table. Kate's reading a book. Looks like they're both drinking coffee. And Willie, of course, is on the other side of the table reading a book. And Elf, of course, is in the kitchen. He pops up right between the divider, between the uh, kitchen and the living room. He tends to do that a lot, either from... He, he'll pop up in it from the kitchen or the living room. Elf is really into his ant farm now because he's asking Kate... Do you throw brown rice or white rice at a wedding? And I'm just like, 
thinking to myself, I thought they stopped doing that because the birds would eat the rice and then they like expand and then they like blow up or something. And now they say if you're like throw bird seed or something like that. Or people throw do the bubble thing. They did that at my wedding. They did the little uh the bubbles. The blow on the bubbles. Okay, of course, it's like, you know, I'd have to say white, definitely. It's like, yeah, white. I mean, no one's throwing brown rice at a wedding when they throw... What, what was the tradition of rice, exactly, at weddings? No one really agrees with Kate. Yeah, definitely white rice. So, I'll say, Mazel tov, Mazel tov, throw the bouquet, and he flings rice right through that uh, divider between the kitchen and the living room, and it hits it, it willy right in the face. I want to play this because Willie's now up, like, wiping the rice off of him, his pants. And Elf's like, in a minute, Willie, I'm taking photos for the wedding album. Like, oh my gosh, who got married? They say Mazel Tov, so are the ants Jewish? I don't know. I want, but this is just, it's funny. I love this episode. Once I finish the episode, I definitely want to read more about the, um... The ant reviews for that ant, Uncle Milton's ant farm on Amazon. Maybe I can find some recent ones, too. But some of them are just funny. Yo, Kate, I've got an etiquette question. Do you throw white or brown rice at a wedding? I'd have to say white. Don't you think, Willie? Definitely. Brown. The gauche. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mazel tov! Mazel tov! Throw the bouquet! In a second, Willie. I'm taking pictures for the wedding album. Wedding album? Hey, what's going on in here? Oh, would you look at this mess? Friends of the bride or friends of the groom? What bride? What groom? Maddie and David. The two crazy kids who just tied the knot. Hey, come on, you love bugs. Give us a smile. Well, look. Something is going on inside. I think they're dancing. Well, they're moving. Well, the couple on the left, Peg and Bob Beckon, they came all the way in from Tunnel 9 for this. Hey, hey, Willie, would you mind snapping a picture of me and the wedding party? I guess not. All right, everybody, say picnic. <laughs> Did I blink? I don't think so, no. You seem to have changed your mind about ants, Alf. I couldn't help it, Kate. They've made me a part of their lives. We've broken bread together. Well, actually, I broke it. They just carried it around on their heads. <laughs> Be honest now, Alf. Aren't you glad I got you that ant farm instead of some silly old horse? Let's be realistic, Willie. A horse is a horse. Of course. Of course. Well, if you'll excuse me, I've got to pick up some rotting fruit. I'm catering this affair. Well, I thought one of the uh, the wedding, the groom and bride's names sounded familiar. I didn't watch the show in question, but he says, Maddie and David. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Why do those names sound familiar? And I search and I look. I'm like, hmm. And it is 1989. And, uh, oh, it would have been in his final, the show here would have been in his final season. He's talking about moonlighting. Bruce Willis's character David Addison Jr. and Sybil Shepherd's Maddie Hayes. 
So, um, and he says Peg and Bob, but uh, I don't know who Peg and Bob would be. I mean, I when I hear Peg, I think Peg Bundy, but I don't know who Bob would be. I mean, probably another show. And he's, like, taking pictures of the bride and groom, and he looks at Willie and Kate, like, who are you f- with the bride or the groom? And it's like, uh, neither. <laughs> And, of course, Kate kind of looks down like, it does look like they're kind of dancing. And, of course, Elf is like, oh, I gotta get some rotten fruit since I'm catering the event. And Willie sits down next to Elf at the kitchen table and says, you know, see, Elf, aren't you happy that I I brought you this ant farm instead of some silly old horse? And Elf's like, Willie, let's be realistic. A horse is just a horse. Of course. I guess that's supposed to be the Mr. Ed joke. So Lynn's in the attic when Willie gets there, and oh, Lynn was the one that got Elf an ant calendar. That's adorable. What did Willie get? Willie's got a box of something. Oh, this is a nod to uh, Alan Thicke, because Willie reads the calendar and it says, Alan Thicke's World of Ants. So clearly this thing doesn't exist. Um, I don't know. Maybe there there's so many calendars of so many different things. There could be an ant calendar out there. I don't know. But each month features a new ant. I love Willie's response as he's looking at the calendar. It's like the fungus feeder ant. And he's like, oh, isn't it ugly how things look when they get magnified? <laughs> It's a farmland action set. It's got different tractors in it. And, oh, that's so cool. Classic cows, a sheep, a tractor. Oh, that's so cool. So Willie can't believe how Elf has just really gotten into this whole ant. He's like, it's like when you get a new pet and you just want to get everything for them when you go pet shopping. Or pet supply shopping. And I guess there's even an ant's, like, model as Willie picks it up. At first I thought it was, like, an ant paperweight, which eh, could be used for that. And Lynn's like, oh, Dad, the the, the glue's still wet. <laughs> and, of course, it, uh, the ant, the model ant gets stuck to his hand. Okay, looks like we have a problem here as Lynn, she's been up there the whole time. She's never noticed that the ant farm was in that diamond-shaped window in the attic. Yeah, Lynn picks up the ant farm, turns around, and is like, Dad, I think there's something wrong with Elf's ants. They're not moving. And Willie's all like, well, they're probably scared because you moved them. Just put them back. They'll be fine. And Lynn's like, uh, I don't think so, Dad. I neglected to mention they're also curled up on their backs. Oh! Ants are dead! Oh, that's sad. Poor Elf is gonna be devastated! So Willie goes over and takes the ant farm from Lynn, and Lynn's like, Are they? And Willie's like, They are. Oh no. Clearly, it was the son that did it, yeah. You put him. That's the same thing as like, you don't put a. What other animal dies in the sun? I can't think of one. There's an episode of Home Improvement where Brad was watching his girlfriend's goldfish and he put the goldfish 
by the lamp or something in his room and he forgot to turn the lamp off and the fish just died. Or did he put it by a heater? I can't remember which, but the fish unfortunately did die. And Lily's like, oh, it's the sun that did it. They've probably been baking in there all morning. Oh no, oh, that, that's a horrible baking in there all morning. Ew. So we hear a bell. Yeah, first I'm like, that didn't come from Willie. No, it came from Elf, who's got a, um, what do you call those things? A shower cap, right? That you put on your head? I guess he's been bathing. Been in the tub. I love how Willie, like, puts the ant farm behind his back, like, to hide the evidence. Like, yeah, we don't want to break to Elf this way. So Lynn ends up showing Elf the present that she got for him, which is the, and I'm like, oh, oh, Lynn, that is, oh, you know, that's kind of a moot point now. I wouldn't, um, <laughs> why did she tell that to him? It just, like I said, it seems like a moot point. Like, oh, here's an ant farm. Oh, by the, or, no, here's an ant calendar. By the way, your ants are dead. I mean, oh, my goodness. Elf is also wearing a towel around him. His chest and, like, body. Interesting. So Willie nails down to Elf's level and says, Elf, I think there's something you need to know about your ants. And Elf's like, I know, I know. Ants can't read. But it's a little anthropomorphic game I like to play with them. I like how when Elf comes up, he calls Lin Linhelm and, of course, Willie Wilhelm. So, Willie's like, Elf, I have to tell you about your ants. You know how you told me about those intergalactic gnats that fly too close to the heat shield of your spaceship? And Elf's like, yeah, crispy critters. I'm like, oh, I remember the cereal crispy critters. I still want, they need to start bringing back some of those uh, cereals as, like, throwback cereals. That would be awesome. And Willie pulls out the ant farm from behind his back and says, well, the same thing can happen to... An ant, if it's left in the sun too long. Or an ant farm, when it's left in the sun too long. Aww. Elf takes the ant farm from Willie and looks at it and says, They look dead. And Willie says, They are dead. And Elf's like, Oh, are you sure they're not sun tanning? He starts, like, poking at the ant farm glass. And shaking it like it's a, a an Etch-a-Sketch or something. Well, do you shake an Etch-a-Sketch? I, I don't think you do. And Willie's just shaking his head like, buddy, I'm sorry, but your ants are gone. And Elf just gasps like, <gasps> and Lynn, of course, kneels down and puts a hand on Elf's back like, I'm sorry, Elf. Elf says, oh, my poor little Goombas. And he's like, an hour ago, they were working the farm. You know what? I bet he did. He probably like, oh, it's a nice sunny day. Let me put you in front of the window so you can see out and, you know, the sun can warm yourselves or something. And then he probably went and took, like, an hour-long bath. He's like, an hour ago you were working the farm, and now... Well, he's like, and now they've bought it. Like, oh, boy. I'm going to play this clip. Hi, Dad. Hi, Liz. Is Alpha up? No, I'm waiting for him so I can show him this calendar. Alan Fix, World of Ants. Each month highlights a new ant. This month, it's the fungus feeders of South America. Isn't it amazing how ugly things get when they're magnified? Did, did you bring out something, too? Oh, yeah, I just got a few little things to dress up the farm. There's some plastic cows and sheep. Uh, I think there's even a tractor in there somewhere. He's going to love these. Can I set them up? 
is in mourning right now all that's left out of all the stuff he's that he had he's got his his uh, aunt model even the picture of him with his ant farm is gone this is kind of a cool setup in the attic for him i mean he's even got a nice sized bed for himself that definitely beats the laundry laundry room in a laundry basket from like season one so Willie brings up a sandwich, and Elf, of course, who would have an appetite after they lost a pet that they loved? Or in his case, pets, because there's, you know, multiple ants in an ant farm. So Willie, of course, he's a social worker. He's trained in this area, probably even maybe a little bit of grief counseling or just helping people deal with, uh, you know, losing somebody. And Elf is... Pretty much like, what is there to say? You know, I, I lost my, you know, my friends are gone. Elf's like, I turned their home into an easy-bake oven. And Willie's like, look, Elf, it was an accident, all right? You didn't do it intentionally. So Elf, of course, he's blaming himself. He's like, I figured this wouldn't have happened if I hadn't uh, shampooed, rinsed, and repeated several times. Well, he's covered in fur, so he's probably got to do a lot of rinse, wash, and repeats. I don't do the repeats. I just wash my hair, use the body wash, and bing, bang, boom, I'm out of the tub, uh, out of the shower. 
How many of you actually get cleaned up in the morning or do you wait till the evening? I usually, when I was working, would shower when I got home because I work in a factory type setting. So I want to get all the, uh, the daily grime of working in a factory just off my body. That way I smell good, my hair's clean, and I can just go to bed. So Willie's thought, of course, and he did this in the uh, Live and Let Die episode when Lucky passed away with Brian. He's like, we can get you another pet, you know, a cat. I don't know if he says dog. But he's doing the same exact thing with Elf. Like, I can get you another ant farm if you want. I, I would be with, with Elf. I'm like, no, I, I don't want another ant farm. Maybe it depends on the person. Honestly, if you lose a pet, do you go right out and get another one? Or do you wait and you grieve and then you, you feel, okay, enough time has passed. I'm ready to open up my heart again. And then you get a pet another one because you feel like you've properly grieved and you're ready to move forward. That doesn't mean getting a new pet's going to mean that you completely disregard your feelings and your memories of your, your old pet that passed away. It just means that you're ready to let love in again and let another animal pet into your heart. I mean, I had my rabbit Alfie for eight and a half years and then almost three years later I would have gotten London. Do I think that just because I have another rabbit means that my love for Alfie is less now? Like no, no it's not. A person's heart has room for a lot of love for a lot of you know pets and there's always going to be room for more. Elf, of course, answers Willie's question with a sarcastic answer. Yeah, if Kate kicks, I'll get you another redhead. Oh, God! Elf! Is this how you do with the people you work with? This is your advice. I mean, Willie. He's like, don't worry, Elf, you know, you may not believe this, but tomorrow you're going to feel better. And the next day, you're going to feel a little more better. Until one day, you just eventually... Feel better. It's like, oh my gosh. Even Elf's like looking at Willie roll. Like, if Elf could roll his eyes, he would. He looks at him and he's like, are you sure this is the area you're trained in? <laughs> Great. I mean, I guess Willie is doing his best to cons console Elf. So I want to play this clip because it's just... I love the banter. I love... Elf's witty sarcasm because you can't not. It's just funny. You mind if I come in? Yeah. I brought you a sandwich. Thanks. But I'm not really hungry. <laughs> okay. Maybe later. If you want to talk, I'm trained in this area. What's there to say? My friends are gone. I turned their home into an easy-bake oven. Case closed. It was an accident. Alf, you didn't do it intentionally. Well, I keep thinking that none of this would have happened if I hadn't shampooed, rinsed, and repeated so many times. If you want, I could get you another ant farm. 
Right. And if Kate kicks, I'll get you another redhead. <laughs> I know it's hard for you to believe right now, but tomorrow you're going to feel better. And then the next day, you'll feel even better. Until one day, you'll actually feel better. <laughs> Are you sure this is the area you're trained in? So we cut to Kate in Willie's bedroom. And Willie, who's... <laughs> he just starts giggling like a kid. He's like, Kate, cut it out. You're tickling me. And you hear Kate on the other side of the bed. You don't see her. But she's like, oh, what? Because they're both facing away from each other. And she's just kind of like, I'm not touching you. And that's when really Willie realizes the bed is covered in ants. Gotta play this clip. <laughs> oh my God. Just seeing Willie like giggle like a dang kid is just, it's so out of character for him. It'll be very touching, and then it'll be over. 
Willie is in bed. He's like, there are ants all over me. And he gets out of bed and he's like, there are ants in my pajamas. And it's like, I'll get the bug spray. And both he and Kate get out. And they go into the kitchen. Like, there are ants everywhere. You want to know why? Look at the kitchen. There are four little saucers of food. We have cardboard signs, one that says welcome ants, one that says free food, and the table has little saucers on there with food that say eat at elf's. Excuse me about that. Well, elf, of course, he's feeling guilty for having killed his ants, and he really wants to make it up to the ant population by giving back to them and having letting them have full reign of the house. And it's like, well, he's like, this isn't going to bring your ants back by letting the entire ant population into our house. Kate is about ready to just strangle Elf. She's like, Elf, the ants stand a better chance of survival outside of my kitchen. Literally, Willie has to, like, put up a hand like, Kate, please, let me take care of this. Because she's like, I let me at him. Because I really... Willie suggests a way for Elf to finally say goodbye to his aunts with a memorial or a funeral, if you will. And Kate is just like, really? You want to have a funeral for aunts? And even Elf's like, ah... But Willie is insistent, like, we're going to have a funeral. It's going to be nice. It's We're all going to come. And then finally we could put an end to this. Correct? Thank you? Okay. And you just see Elf like, what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> and when Willie starts shouting, you're like, uh, yeah, whatever you say, don't worry. Oh, oh yep. <laughs> I love when Willie's like, oh, don't worry, we'll spray in the kitchen when he and Kate come in there. I love Kate's response. Why don't we just burn the place down and start over again? <laughs> no, that's like plan B. We need to figure out a plan A. I forgot! Aunt, um, Kate is pregnant. I mean, this is towards the end of season three. She is pregnant. Big time. I'm trying to figure, so was Angie, was she pregnant at the time of... The show, did they write that in there? I'm kind of wondering. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Anne Sheedon. That's her name. Okay, let's let's see here. Was she? Okay, she has one child. Um, doesn't say when he was born necessarily, but maybe in the trivia it'll say something. Uh. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, her pregnancy with her daughter was written into Elf. She would have a son on the show, though. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. For many years, Anne Sheedon would not disclose her age. Gotcha. She, Yeah, I remember her being on um, Three's Company on a couple episodes. Okay, so it says her daughter, Taylor, born 1989. So it's right around... Okay. I'm just kind of wondering, because on Full House, you saw that Aunt Becky, when she was pregnant, that was clearly, that wasn't real. She wasn't, Lori Loughlin was not pregnant at the time. So it's in the backyard. We have a bunch of food set up on a table. Looks like a watermelon and a bunch of like picnic type foods. Everyone's dressed in funeral attire. 
Except for Lynn, who's wearing a really nice floral dress, and Kate, who's wearing like a peach salmon colored dress with um like a scarf around her neck. <laughs> So we see a bunch of, uh, like, tongue depressors that are all shoved into the dirt by uh, the fence there. And they all, you can't see the names, they're all written in, like, uh, pen at the very top. But, yeah, Willie's got, like, a little wreath of little itty-bitty baby white flowers with a little black bow that says R.I.P. on both sides of the bottom of the ribbon. So Elf now is going to criticize what Kate is wearing with her peach salmon colored dress and the scarf. It's like, isn't that dress a little loud for the occasion? So Kate's like, sorry, I have no <laughs> maternity funeral wear. So I'm going to play this clip. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but it's sad. Well, uh, of all the ants I've ever known, they were the most contained. <laughs> I'll miss them too. 
very industrious. So long, guys. <laughs> I like Spunky. The long one with the big head. He could really dig. just one of many. There were Sybil and Jerry who worked graveyards so they could spend their days with the larvae. Chad, Tyler, Zach, Logan and Jenna. And also... Al? Yes, Kate. Something to add. I was just wondering if your eulogy was going to be much longer. There's a stream of ants swarming all over the food. <laughs> Ew. They're mourners, Kate. Okay, I'll come to the chase. <laughs> Goodbye, Abner, Alan, Alicia, Amy, Aunt B, Aunt Aunt Oh, the things I thought were tongue depressors, apparently they came from ice cream bars. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize they were all wearing arm, these black, like, armband things things <laughs> until Brian's like can I take off my armband and of course Elf's like no of course he wants to thank Kate for the picnic basket and the fixings of the chicken the watermelon the lemonade all that stuff and of course he wants to thank Brian Tanner who helped him eat all those ice cream bars oh god there's a lot of there was a lot of sticks there in that uh in that dirt. A lot of them. I'm sure Elf ate the majority because he's got, like, umpteen stomachs. Who's piping in that organ music? <laughs> so, they only lived for five days, and... You say, victors of an unkind midday sun. Yes, that's how they died. I want to see... He says sex pods. What are... Is that another term for, like, uh, uh, ant insect? Sex pod... You know, you're, I'm going to get so much perverted... Whatever. Sex pod TV show, sex pod biography history, or. Um. Okay, see, I told you I'd be getting like some weird porn crap in here. Uh, I don't know. He says sex pod. I thought he had something to do with ants. Maybe I'm spelling it wrong. He has. Willie and the rest of the family say something about the ants. And I love how Willie's like, well, I didn't know them, but... I love how Willie's starting line is, well, I didn't know the ants as well as Elf. In fact, I don't think anybody did. <laughs> I love how everyone is, like, poking the next person to get up and say something. It's like, like when Willie, like, all right, Kate, come on, come on, get up and say something. And she's just, like, rolling her eyes, like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. I love how the only thing she says is, of all the ants I've known, they were the most contained, and she sits down. So, Kate, or Lynn's like, I'll miss them, too. They were very industrious. So long, guys. <laughs> and now we have Brian. Apparently, Spunky was the long ant with the big head. I didn't know that you could tell the ants apart, but that's awesome. Apparently Spunky could really dig. <laughs> They're all just like, this is ridiculous, but we're doing this to make Elf feel better. Elf's gonna start going through the names. So there's Jerry and Sybil, Chad and Tyler. I'm kind of wondering where they're getting these names from. Maybe people that work on the show. 
The only Sybil I can think of is that Sybil movie with Sally Field that I will never watch because I can imagine that would be uh, really hard for me to watch. Um, and, of course, they break in, like, Elf, is this going to be long? Because there's a trail of ants, like, getting into the food. It's like, Kate, please, they're mourning. Zach, Logan, and Jenna. Who are the Logan and Jenna? I mean, come on. There's got to be some. We already got a David and Maddie moonlighting reference. I don't know who Peg and Bob were, but Logan and Jenna. Who are the? Maybe soap opera characters? Well, yeah. Case, like, is your eulogy going to be much longer? Because there is a stream of ants, like, swarming the food. And Elf's like, they're mourners, Kate. And Willie gets up like, no, 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 they're after the chicken. Oh, man, that looked like some good fried chicken, too. Willie lifts the plate off the table and with a napkin, just trying to get the... Oh, my gosh. Oh, all that good food going to waste. wonder if they got all the ants out of the house or if they'd have to bomb the house. There's a term for that, right? I can't... What is that term? Like, you're fumigated or something like that, right? Alright, so he's going to go down the list. It's like he's going in alphabetical order. Abner, Alan, Alicia and Amy, Aunt B, Auntie M, Auntie Edna. Good grief, Alf. He's like shoveling lettuce into his mouth. And it looks like he already finished off a bunch of uh, chicken. Maybe the leftover. Maybe it was covered. Like, here you go, Alf. You can have the ant-covered chicken. Willie does confirm as he pops his head out of... Um, the door in the kitchen. Oh, I see you found the picnic leftovers. It's amazed that his appetite seems to be coming back. And Willie's like, you ate all that chicken? And Elf's like, yeah, I didn't even want the two last two pieces. So he's basically eating his feelings and his grief. Oh my goodness. So Elf mentions that he's still got that dull ache inside. And Willie says, well, Elf, you've gone through, you know, a a great deal of pain in the last 24 hours. It's just your body responding to it. And Elf's like, no, I think it's Kate's potato salad. I've actually had problems with it before. Oh, give me a break, Elf. He lets out a belch. Oh, God. I see you found the picnic leftovers. It's amazing. I almost got my appetite back. Amazing. You ate all that chicken? I didn't even want the last two pieces. It was just the momentum. <laughs> well, you seem to be back to your old self. I guess. But I still have this dull ache inside. You've been through a great deal of pain in the last 24 hours, Alf. It's just your body responding to that. Nah, I think it's Kate's potato salad. I've had problems with it before. Oh, <laughs> uh. wow. Fame? Okay. So that was the episode. I really, really liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. Now, as promised, I wanted to look back on Amazon. I want to look at that Uncle Milton's Ant Farm and see some more reviews. If you guys want to stick around and listen, you're more than welcome to. Or you can even find it on Amazon. Uncle Milton's Ant, uh, Ant Farms. Okay. What's that one? It's got like a three out of whatever. Uh, I've got a three and a half. Maybe. Oh, there's only one in stock. Oh, this one's different. Oh, it says John Deere on it. Um, let's see. 
You know, I'm gonna go. Oh, the 1650. That I think that's the one. That's the one, guys. Let's see. Um, <laughs> are there any? Let's see. I want to get. Oh my god. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. My kids had many successful ant farms over the years by Uncle Milton. My 18-year-old son requested this farm as a fun throwback to his younger years. We ordered the ants from Uncle Milton and promptly brought the package inside upon arrival. 50% of the ants were dead on arrival. The rest died over the next week and a half. As a family, we have experience with ant farms, and this has never happened before. I don't know if it's just a bad batch or if Uncle Milton has lower quality standards than it did a few years ago. Either way, I don't pay. I don't want to pay again. The free ants are seven dollars for postage. That is more to order another set. To order ants for fear that they will be in the same condition while inexpensive. This was a waste of money and ended up in the trash after two weeks. Um. This one's from last June. A one out of five. Putting it together was fairly easy. However, putting the ants in was a nightmare. I received a vial of red ants. I followed the directions of refrigeration to make the ants move slower to make it easy to put in their ant house. This did not work. As soon as I opened the tube lid, they went all over the place. I had ants on the table and floor, some to get in the ant house. I lost about half the ants out of the tube they arrived in because they escaped. The ants that survived were famished. I put a few pieces of peeled orange in their exposure. They were drinking the juice for a while. I felt bad for them. My suggestion would be to get your own ants from outside if you get this. Does that mean like an outside business that sells ants or just outside like in nature? Like, oh, there's some ants crawling. I'm going to take you and put you in an ant farm. <laughs> Let's see. Here's a review on one that isn't Uncle Milton's farm. One out of five stars ants pushed out side taps within 24 hours of setting this habitat up the ants worked together as a team pushed out the the tabs on the sides and escaped gotta give five stars to the ants and one star to this product for not considering this maybe i got some super smart and strong ants <laughs> it seems like a lot of these reviews are talking about how the ants are escaping out of the you know the ant farm itself so yeah, I mean, I just I think it would be fun to occasionally visit, uh, revisit different episodes of Elf and stuff like that. Uh, like the uh, one episode in season one, "Baby, You Can Drive My Car," with uh, Lynn wanting her own car so she can, you know, not have to borrow Kate and Willie's when it breaks down all the time. Elf actually goes out and gets a car. For her, and it's like, oh my gosh. There's an episode from season one uh, called Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue. Is this the one where he writes, he makes a music video? Oh yeah, um, he makes a music video for Lynn because he's always had kind of a thing for her in, in a way. There's another one that's fun. It's season one, episode 25, entitled La Cucaracha. An insect from Melmac has an unexpected reaction when exposed to earthly chemicals. <laughs> Another season one episode would be cool to cover would be um, season one episode six, For Your Eyes Only. Elf becomes the friend of a lonely blind woman. 
So yeah, I mean, that's just some episodes I'd love to get to over time. Looking at the credits here, and you can see main title theme, Tom Kramer, but the bottom name, and it says music by Alf Clausen, A-L-F, and then Clausen, C-L-A-U-S-E-N. I want to see if he's done anything else or if that's just a name that was made up for... Let's see. Elf Clausen. Okay. Oh, this guy was a composer for The Simpsons. Moonlighting. Okay. Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Too Young to Die. Scrat Continental Crack Up. Charmed. Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. The Critic. Duckman. Elf. Career Opportunities. The, um... Cool. Oh, that is... Oh, here we go. We also got the Naked Gun um, and a bunch of other things. Oh, my goodness. A lot of stuff. Mr. Mom... Let, let's, let me see here. What is this? Of soundtracks. Smash and Grab Simpsons theme. Um, 104 episodes. Let's see here. Charm. Oh, he was a writer. Oh, interesting. Oh, this is so cool. Composer. Okay. A lot of Simpsons stuff. It's just really cool. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a fun time covering this. So stay home. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay positive. We will get through this. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.